It's time for Medicaid Open Enrollment in Delaware. From Wilmington to Bethany Beach, connections run deep in the first state. And AmeriHealth Caritas Delaware is dedicated to connecting you to care. To learn more, visit AmeriHealthCaritasDE.com or call 800-996-9969. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Josh is our first guest. Josh is a pastor at Belfield Presbyterian Church in Oakland. Here today to talk to us about the the melding of our life and doctrine and how those two work together or not. Josh, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me once again. Our pleasure, Josh. So first, Timothy... Josh, keep a close eye on your life and doctrine. Uh, first of all, give us some idea of how this one verse fits into the overall, what Paul's trying to get across here. Sure. It's, uh, as the letter is clearly indicating in its title, this is something that Paul wrote to Timothy. We know as we, read, as we read the New Testament that Timothy was a protege of his in the ministry, one of the many people that Paul trained, but one that he spent a good deal of time with, perhaps more so than others, and I was very dear to him. And the two letters that we have there that we call First and Second Timothy are the ones that, that Paul wrote to him uh, to give him some encouragement as a young pastor who was just starting out and helping to plant some churches, also some instruction and just some words of reminder. So the broader context is Paul writing to somebody that he knew well about things that were very, very dear to him, and he wanted to make sure that Timothy knew. And even though it's a personal letter, these are certainly things that are applicable for anybody that is in a pastoral role in the church, but also, I would say, just anybody who is a follower of Jesus. Very good. So, Kathy, you have the uh, the passage itself, yes? Yep. 1 Timothy 4.16 says what? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, maybe I should, I don't know exactly where to start here. Um, I'll just start with 15. Okay. Uh, be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So this is something, like you said, close to his heart. Um, he, he He's looking for the best for Timothy and for Timothy's community, right? Um, he is. And so talk about how, first off, talk about why that benefits the whole, your church community, your family, whoever it is that you're in communion with. Uh Yes, I'm glad it's glad to reflect about that. It's a it's a verse that that section, I'm, and I'm glad you could get back up and read verse 15 because you're right, that all flows together. That that section in general is one that I've reflected on a lot over the years as a pastor. But as I said, I don't want anybody to think that it's limited only to those who are in some kind of official pastoral role. Um, Paul's first reminder is that you need to be diligent in these things. These these things being a growth in Christ-likeness, a, a maturation of your faith, a deepening of your discipleship. Those are, those are the, these things that Paul is talking about. Specifically, prior to that, he's talking about Timothy's preaching and teaching. Um, but, but even more than that, he's saying you need to be diligent in these things. There needs to be progress. In, in your walk with Jesus, there should be development. There should be growth. There should be progress. And in the way that other people even see that, not, not in a boastful way, not in a, oh, look how... <laughs> great my life of faith is going, but uh, people should be able to notice that in some ways. And I I imagine that each one of us has people in our own lives that we have known over the years, and we can say, I have seen you 
grow in your Christ-likeness. Mm-hmm. And that should be something that we want other people to say of us. So that that's the broader context there. The particular phrase, and it sounds to me, Kathy, like you're reading from the NIV there. Um, yes, I believe that's I, I, what I'm like, reading here. This is, uh, yep, you got it. Yep, okay, yeah, so where it says life and doctrine, and I do like that translation, some other ones, uh, the ESV, for example, say keep a close uh, keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching, uh, same thing, the where it's translated doctrine there, or the teaching otherwise, is a fairly technical term referring to just the, the core content of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. So the thing that I've reflected on in particular there is that Paul does, uh, just use, unite those two things. He said there there is a particular teaching that we are to know. There, there is a content to the Christian faith. Keep keep a close watch on that. He says Timothy, don't lose sight of it. Uh, don't don't distort it. Don't let it be distorted. But also keep a close watch on yourself and on your life and how you live in light of those things. Mm-hmm. And for as seamlessly as Paul weaves them together, we often. Our best to separate those. <laughs> right, yeah. And Josh, I'm glad to read this and to know this because, I mean, if Paul was writing this thousands of years ago, I mean, it's a necessary, obvious point, right? So I think for how many millions of people who read this nod their head and then still separate the two things? They do, and and it's a, it's a classic distinction. You see that a lot of places. On, on one hand, there will be those who prioritize sound doctrine. And that, that's a good thing. I don't mean to say that these are bad things, but it, it's all about having absolute pristine theology, uh, being on, on the lookout, even on the attack against anybody who does not. And that is the only thing that matters. And there's very little thought, sometimes almost disregard, given to, well, how then do I live in light of this? Uh, is, is my life reflecting these things? On the flip side, there are those who well, you need to be somebody who is good and kind and caring and loving and generous. And, and again, those are fine and good things that we should reflect those. But then they will say, and if you're those things, then it doesn't really matter if you're a little fuzzy on some of the basics of the Christian faith. In fact, it's okay if you don't even really know them as long as you're a nice person. So that would all be the flip side of that. And, and those are, we've seen those. Uh, as we being just the church in general, but each of us probably has seen those at some point in our own life or certainly in the lives of others, and they are, they are not to be separated. Josh Brown is with us. He's the pastor of Belfield Presbyterian Church in the Oakland District of Pittsburgh. Josh, as you were talking just uh, then about First Timothy, I was thinking about John 1, and uh, John saying that Jesus was full of grace and truth, both mm-hmm. things. Um, the only person who's ever been fully both because we can't, it's just, it's like too much for the human to manage. Um, and we fail considerably, but, but talk about that. It's the same idea, right? I think they're very similar ideas. Yeah. There, there's certainly a lot of congruence between all of those things. Um, the, the truth being this, this, what has been revealed to us by God, which is the basis of our faith. And then the grace being how, how those things are demonstrated. Certainly there's some overlap there. And, and there, there are a lot of, uh, pairs like that, perhaps in Scripture, that we that we do end up uh, either we just get them imbalanced, or we end up uh, accidentally or perhaps intentionally excluding one or the other. I mean, what, maybe the greatest example is the love the Lord with all your heart and soul and strength and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. It's similar. We we don't get to pick which one of those we are going to do, as if we say I have an an absolutely 
uh, spot on passionate love for the Lord, and I don't care at all about my neighbor, or vice versa. Well, that's not an option. It's not a one or the other. Yeah, and Josh, it's hard. I mean, I guess it's hard, and also it's easy for, because if you love the Lord, of course, then that would bleed into all things in your life. So you would imagine it if it, be the if, way it works. right, if it doesn't, right, then then there has to be some sort of course correction because maybe your love for the Lord is not what you're thinking it is. Yeah, exactly. That that is the way that it should be, and and, it, and those things should inform one another. So the, the Timothy passage, your life and your doctrine, or yourself and the teaching, uh, whichever way you put that there. Uh, how I live should be something that flows out of what I understand to be true about God, what I understand to be true about myself, what I understand to be true about who I am in Christ. That that, that should inform the way in which I live, and the way in which I live should constantly point me back to those things. So they, they should be uh, something that they, it, it is the life flowing out of who we are in Christ. Um, but they, they are definitely things that, that do... Uh, inform and continually feed one another to an extent. Yeah. Josh, how much do you think personality can play a role in this um, as far as our, oh, our own tendencies? Oh, a lot, for sure. A, a lot of it does. Um, in, I mean, there's some, right, who just say, well, I, I just love the, I love the learning side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I want to just soak up everything that I can as far as biblical studies and theology and mm-hmm. church history and all these things. And again, that's good. That's a fine thing. But if at the end of the day, then you say, well, that it doesn't matter. First of all, how I live my own life, I can indulge. I can indulge any and every desire that I have. I, I can just pursue any of my passions unchecked and unexamined. Um, doesn't really matter. I do whatever I want, however I want to degree I want, but I could give you absolutely sparkling historical theology, for example. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's not the goal. Um, so some of it is a personality thing, for sure, or, or just the, per- the, you know, the person who is just very nice and kind, and yeah. just in general. That's just how they are. Right. And they're just, they're just good, and you enjoy being around them, and they're wonderful company, and they say, you know what, I, I just doesn't even matter to me what I believe. I've never stopped to give it any thought. I never have... Uh, seriously giving it any consideration, I don't think it matters at all. Um, that's also not the way it's supposed to be. That's good. That's a really good uh, uh, sort of parallel that we should uh, keep a close eye on our life and our doctrine. We're talking with uh, Josh Brown. He's the pastor of Belfield Presbyterian Church. It's in the neighborhood, uh, the Oakland neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Josh, I mean, it, it must be um, a challenge and a, a great benefit as well to be a pastor. There you are uh, literally uh, right across the street from um, the University of Pittsburgh dormitories. Uh, of course, CMU is not that far away, so a lot of College kids uh, walk through the front doors of Belfield, and you get to shepherd those kids. We try to. Yeah, we want to first of all make sure that the doors are open, literally and figuratively for them. And then something like this, I think, is a really important way to show them just how the gospel and how our identity in Christ is, is something that is a fully orbed identity. Um, people people have no real uh, patience for right doctrine if it is completely divorced yeah. from compassionate, caring living, nor, nor should they. And people have no, nothing about real compassion or caring living or right living interests them if there's nothing of substance underneath it, if there's no real teaching underneath it, and nor, nor should they really find any substance to it. So some, something like this, even a really simple framework like this, um, I, have, I have often used it as a starting 
point in conversations with people. If they say, well, what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? And I say, well, let me just, uh, there, there are certain things that we believe. There, there is an actual content to our faith. And at the same time, then that should change everything about our lives, not just little pockets of it. So what's it look like for both of those things to be in play? Yeah. We complain a lot about a divided America right now. Maybe part of the problem is that we don't have our life and doctrine together as Christians. Um, That's the Reverend Josh Brown, Belfield Presbyterian Church in Oakland. Josh, as you're leaving us, tell us more about Belfield and when people can worship there. Well, John described our setting perfectly. We are right there in the midst of university and medical communities in Oakland. We draw people from all over the Pittsburgh area. We've got a great generational group, which is a wonderful, exciting thing to be. We have worship services every Sunday at 8.30, 11 o'clock, and then 5 o'clock in the evening. A lot of different things for university students, young professionals, grad students, families in the area. So you can find out more on our website, which is simply bellfield.org, and all kinds of things that you can access there. Very nice. Josh, always a pleasure. Thanks for stopping by. We always appreciate your preaching and teaching. 1 Timothy 4.16, talking about uh, life and doctrine. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today. It's time for Medicaid Open Enrollment in Delaware. From Wilmington to Bethany Beach, connections run deep in the first state. And AmeriHealth Caritas Delaware is dedicated to connecting you to care. To learn more, visit AmeriHealthCaritasDE.com or call 800-996-9969.